Mike, Mike, Mike. So that little ice on the stand. Mike, check, Mike, Mike. Bring it to like a solid 80. Man, I don't know about you boys, but uh, I'm in a good ass mood today. Mic check one two. You know you kinda cute with the ball head. Got a little booty in the ball maze. Come on. You know how to move with them long legs. Bring a little crew, we can all rage on. Tesla ride smooth than the PCH. I think that I like her with the makeup on. I know that she used to all the chiefs case, but I just wanna ball show off. So I ain't never put my jewels on. That's right, that's right. Monday, May 31st, 2021. We just gonna start the morning on uh, some good vibes. Majority of us don't have work, but uh, I decided to put some work in. You know you kind of cute with the long braids. Got a little cool with your sunny shades on. I know that you're ready if you don't go. You know I'm awake if you don't take long. Just test the ride smooth down the down the Wait, I don't wanna say it, but I had to say it. Hey, thanks for the well wishes. Thanks for everybody checking in on me, man. You know, I was I was down for a little bit. I uh, had to had to deal with a brief bout with illness, but your boy's back and better than ever. Y'all know I'm here Just to give y'all exactly what you need Some nice little content to get your day going But on a serious note, man uh, It feels good to be back It feels good to be potting I decided to let the let the intro music run a little bit long today Because I'm just I'm just in one of the moods, man And uh, hopefully this brightens your day a little bit Just like you guys brighten mine Thank you so much for listening to the show, for loving us, and uh, just know, we're here to stay. I go by the name of Reggie Days And this is yet another episode of Reality Bites Today uh, we're doing a clip Based off of the Fresh and Fit podcast Shouts out to those guys down in Miami Doing that thing Uh, This is a clip that came across my YouTube feed And um, you know We're we're (laughs) We're going to have an interesting conversation On the concept of what people Quote unquote bring to the table Like uh when you're thinking about relationships in general or just the, the concept of being with dealing with somebody else, what do you bring to the table to that scenario? What hell, what do you want to be brought to the table from the other person? Um, just that question alone. I've seen a lot of people have a lot of different feelings about on uh, social media, a lot of different uh, reactions. Some people it seems a little triggering, you know, things of that nature. But uh, we're going to dive into that in a quick second. But as you all already know. I'm being joined by my right hand man. Shame the dream. What's up, y'all? And uh, today we have a special guest to the pod, actual uh, a, a family member of sorts. The homie. He, he ain't been around for a good little minute. It's good to see him. Um, honestly, it wasn't really a planned situation, but most great things aren't. 
Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man. So, people, my name is Glenn. You know what I'm saying? I've been around for a while. I've just uh, been AWOL. It's a good way to put it. That That's a great way to <laughs> great put way it. Great way to put it. Before I get started, go ahead and for anybody who wants to watch the full clip, I have the listing of the full clip listed in the bio. Um, you guys can go ahead and watch it from there for extra context. We're also about to play it right about now. Here we go. But what do you bring to the table? That's a very good one. Very good uh, one. We want to go. We want to go around the table with that one. So, mm-hmm. for example, what do you bring to the table outside of sex? Ooh. Say again. Okay. What do you bring to the table? <laughs> you spoke Chinese. Foreign question. Okay. <laughs> Miss Mexico. Yes. What do you bring to the table to a man? Right. That you're taking serious. Yeah. Outside of sex. What What do you think she will bring no, besides? No, no, no. I, I'm going on, on the panel. Have you ever been in a relationship that you obviously have sex? But what does she bring to the table besides that? Tell me. Well, I'm asking you the question. My answer is, I don't know. I don't know what I would bring to the table. If this is me, you like it, you don't, you know, let's find out. Let's figure it out together. Okay. That's, I mean, you're keeping it real. I like that. You just, at least you're being honest. Wait, you said you have a boyfriend though, right? Yeah, I do. Well, well what do you do for him then? Oh, I, a lot of things. Do you want to know? Well, I mean, we <laughs> literally just asked you that. Do you want to ask him? Yeah. I'm asking you. I mean, you, you said, I'm not sure what I bring to the table. And then I'm like, wait, aren't you in a relationship? Honestly, when I'm in a relationship, I'm not like, what am I bringing to the table? Is he happy if I do this? I don't question myself all the time. I'm like, this is who I am. I Maybe say, today. But do you notice something interesting? Yes. When you were asked what you're looking for long term, you had a laundry list of stuff you mentioned. But then when you're asked. What I you just bring- said fun, good sex and somebody who would like change with me and we both like grow together okay so let's say you brought four things but then when you were asked what do you bring to that person then you're like i don't know do you understand (laughs) how there's like a confusion there (laughs) it's not it's not confusing for me i don't know if there's somebody else that's not as confused as you all right i'm the confused (laughs) one i'll take that (laughs) all right so um that was a for me that was a bit of a mind fuck to watch when you ask, I guess when you when you go into just the idea of dealing with somebody else, do you offer, do you ask yourself that question? Like, what do I bring to the table to to other people? Like, what am I offering other people? Uh, in the least sense, um, like, what do I what would I bring to their life? Even if it ain't nothing financially, like you know, what I'm saying, am I am I good for this person? When are we around each other? Are we building something? Is it is it something positive coming out of it, or is it literally nothing? Is it nothing substantial? That would be it. I don't got to have nothing money or superficial involved, but is it something of substance, something substantial that I'm bringing to them, or am I getting something substantial or of substance from it? Yeah, it has to be like a beneficial relationship, you know, not like parasitic. Not right. One person is like having a great time, and the other person's like, well, why am I here, essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do always wonder... Usually when I'm on social media, the thing that I see is um, when that question is asked to someone as far as, you know, what do you bring to the table? There's a bit of there's a bit of backlash that comes with it. Like people feel like it's a people take it as as if it's it's a disrespectful question. Or it's a question that comes from a place of malice and things of that nature. But when you ask them, you know, what what they expect, it's like asking somebody what's their Christmas list. They're always, always ready to, like, rattle off these things or whatever. What do, you, like, what do you think makes, I guess, that visceral reaction happen? You know, I think it's like a culmination of things, as weird as it is. So I think part of it is the newer generation ideals being mixed with the older one. 
because you know you're going to be raised with the older ideals while trying to form your own all at the same time. So you have some people in your ear, let's say for a woman, for example, of course, their mother's going to be in the ear telling them, you know, you have to be like this for a man. You have to, you know, be prepared for marriage. You got to cook well, you know, to get the husband, etc. But then it's mixed with their new age ideals of, hey, we don't got to do any of that. So you just have some women who come out straight up and they're just like, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm here. I exist. That's good. Right. Essentially, that's what you get. But then that's a like that's a huge conflict. Those two those two ideas don't even line up with each other slightly because the concept of okay as a guy, I have to even the idea of I have to ask a woman's father for the permission to be able to you know ask her hand in marriage and things of that nature. The reason why things like that were in place was because they needed to know that you could actually support this woman. Like, what are you doing? What do you have? Where are you taking her? <laughs> Where is she going to be? Like, conceptually, it's like, yeah, you want her, but what are you going to do now? <laughs> right. And I feel like that's a great fucking question to ask. But it is. It's, it's, it's this thing that happens where um, it seems like we get so angry when people question the validity of anything. You notice that? Like, I feel like it's, it's attached to so many different things. It's attached to, like, every bit of a societal standard that we've had or seen there's like a a tinge on it now where conceptually if you require any type of um standard you're kind of seen as traditional yeah and then when you ask of something it's an attack on character kind of thing or yeah. it's like what are you how saying could you me? How dare you? <laughs> you know, my, the, the the easiest way to piss me off is uh, if we're having that conversation of what do you bring to the table is if a woman says, I am the table. I've had that. <laughs> I, yo, that's the quickest That's the quickest way to piss me off. Because now I know where you're coming from. I know that you you just want chaos in this conversation. I know what you're doing now. Because <laughs> clearly, if you ask me, like, okay, what do you bring to the table? I'll tell you, like, this is what I would bring to the life of a woman who is dealing with me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a normal fucking person, right? <laughs> so I take that as, oh, you really would like to know. So I'll list those things. Mm-hmm. Part of me feels like the people who are scared to list those things know they don't bring shit. Yeah. I mean, if I heard Shorty right, she brought, like, sex into it. That being a part of what she brings to the table if I interpreted what she was saying right she immediately jumped and to sex like so yet again with all due respect we have another misguided young lady who thinks the coochie is a security deposit to <laughs> to to the table I mean it could be viewed at that way but if that's where you put a vast majority of the value in yourself you might not value yourself as much as you think you do if the woman isn't the table what is the table right Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the metaphor of what do you bring to the table what would the table be the relationship yeah so in a relationship what okay let's break let's let's break everything down mm-hmm. what is a relationship between two people what what is that um uh a bond um partnership understanding a catalyst for growth a, you said it best with that so look at, looking at it from that way if you're asking somebody what they bring to it <clears throat> That would be what? The characteristics, the attributes, the things that you would bring into this thing in order to either, in, in, well, in the light of us asking that question, the things that you would bring to it that would positively contribute yes. to the existence of whatever this thing is that we're trying to do together. Mm-hmm. 
Patrice O'Neal had a uh, wonderful, wonderful stand-up. That's his man, where y'all. He, where he made a joke, right? He asked women, and this shit was masterful. When I say this is this is like a master class in, in mind-fucking people. He um, talked to women. He was like, you know, there was a lot of women who were very upset at him at the beginning of uh, this, this uh, stand-up he was filming, <clears throat> where he was <throat> telling them, you know, a lot of women feel that men try to whittle them down to just body parts. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that we don't have to try when Ooh. you are what you are. <laughs> now here's like, like and, and of course you could tell that an answer like that would enrage a whole group of women. Now here's what he asked. He said, okay, you're married to a man. You're married to him. You love this guy. He loves you. He's a great guy. He took care of you. He's taking care of you. He gets into an accident. You both are in this accident. He comes out fine. You have no vagina. (laughs) Somehow, you tragically lose your pussy. I don't know how it happened, but it's gone. What do you do now? He's like, how do you keep him? How do you keep your man going forward? So the women, <laughs> the women at this point, and he said, no, I'm, I'm going to put the microphone down. He literally sat on the stool. He put the microphone down. He's like, shout your answers, everybody. Come on. And women were shouting their answers. One said anal. One said like oral. Somebody was like hand jobs. They were just screaming all different types of things. And he sat there. He talked to them for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They, they were even talking about logistics. Like, is the whole pussy gone? Like, they were asking questions and shit. Like, it's crazy, right? And so he drags it out. He lets them give every answer. He was like, so here's the thing, right? I took pussy off the, off the table, and I gave you 30 minutes to show me what else you can bring to the table. And you classified yourself as a set of holes for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> and you expect me to do better? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Standing ovation. Shout out to Fresh and Fit, but I feel like um, they shoot fish in a barrel. Like, if you're used to their podcast, what they do is they get these, um, they get club women. They get IG models and club women. They sit them down, and uh, you already know the answers you're going to get out of them. You can see it. You can see it. You already (laughs) know what you're going to get. Like, it's going to be. Burr women making giving you burr responses with no way of backing it up, with no conversational skills, with no ability to really even string thought together. But they know that this enforces the narrative that majority of uh, 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 men in our age group like to run with in general, that just women are just fucking stupid, right? It, it helps that narrative. When you have a room full that just keep backing up the same thing, and you just keep... Going to club live every fucking Sunday and re upping on more of them. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> not like I and I understand it. You know, I'm not gonna knock the hustle. It's a great show. I watched the show. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But but we know what this is though. It's the same hustle that Kevin Samuels does, right? I was about to mention him. Yeah. Essentially. Like if we like if we're gonna have a, a conversation about these types of conversations, people know who their audience is. One thing that I you know I know there are a lot of women who are mad at me because they expect me to hate somebody like Kevin Samuels, right? They're like, you're so intelligent. You think so deep into things. How could you like somebody like that? Because the nigga's not fucking lying, right? 
Like, here's the thing. Yeah, you make a lot of sense. But... Kevin Samuels is, <clears throat> is not a liar, per se. He's, spe- he's speaking to a very specific group of women mm-hmm. who exist. You know how we know they exist? They call him. Exactly. And validate his point. They call him and validate his points on a daily basis. <laughs> Fresh and Fit finds truckloads of, of undocumented Dominicans Every week in Miami. We don't know that they are Dominican, y'all. I'm not going to let him get that off. Any, any, continue. Not going to get him. That's fucking canceled. What you were saying? First of all, I'm Haitian. I can get away with that joke. God damn it. This is the other side of the island. I'm t- but nah, like, they find this group of women that are intellectually challenged and are able to back up that point. A lot of the time, what ends up happening is women who don't fit into those groups of women, like they don't see themselves in those women. They'll be like, that's not fair. All women are not like that. You guys are castigating that this is just the nature of women and this and that. It's not really what they're doing. They're saying that this is the nature of the dating realm and the dating scene that they're in. And if we're going to be honest, where are these niggas going to look for women? They're not going to look for women at the, the fucking, you know, local uh, 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 graduation ceremony for the PhDs. Right. These niggas are at Club Live looking at bitches standing by the bar. Like, this is what you're going to find. Or if you're talking about the Kevin Samuels situation, the women who he's speaking to, these are women who are specifically, you know, past their quote unquote prime, as they say into their late 30s, sometimes even early 40s, divorcees, multiple kids, let themselves go, but only want to date Michael B. Jordan. 5'1", 280 pounds. Yeah, like... Oof. Bringing in 40K. She yeah. about five five foot one, way, weighs more than Warren Sapp, but wants to date Michael B. Jordan. And it's the things like that, that, like, he's a villain for telling you that nigga won't want you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he definitely... Didn't he tell a chick that she weighed him out more than uh, Emmett Smith? Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, no, no. He said she weighed the same as Emmett Smith. He found out afterwards when he researched how much Emmett Smith weighs that she weighed more than Emmett Smith. Oh uh, <laughs> that was savage, bro. But not like if we're. I think the problem is it's hard to have honest <clears throat> conversations because a lot of the time, in order to have these conversations, you got to take your horse out of the fight and really just talk. Yeah, but people align themselves. The thing is, people align their emotions into the turnout of something that ain't got shit to do with them. Like if I look at the Kevin Samuels video when he talks about guys, right? Mm-hmm. There was one guy who called in. He asked to do how much you make um, every month. Dude says thirteen hundred dollars, and he was like, "Okay, um, what do you like? Are you in school?" Dude said, "No." He was like, "Do you plan on being in school?" He said, "No." He's like, "Are you gonna do the military?" He was like, "No." He was like, do you, are you trying to get any type of certifications? Maybe, you know, you, you should try to take a trade school, this and that. The third, he was like, um, he's just g- glad to be out of high school. Like, he put school behind him. And then Kevin Samuels was like, okay, well, what are you looking for exactly? He was like, you know, I want me a woman who, and he's naming all these things. He was like, she needs to be able to cook. You know, she needs to be cooperative. She needs to be this. She needs to be that. And then, you know what Kevin Samuels said? Why? He was like, what do you mean, why? <laughs> why should she give you any of that? He's like, you can't support. He's like, do you live by yourself right now? He was like, no. He's like, can you support yourself? I said, not really. Who's going to support her? You want her to stay at home, cook you meals and this and that? Whose house? <laughs> Whose house is she living in? 
Gave him the business. Then he asked him, real what do you look like? It was real shit, though. He said, what do you look like? And then he, he <laughs> this dude was like, you know, I'm, I'm uh, he was like, how tall are you? So I'm about 5'8". How much do you weigh? It's like, 275. My brother. He said, so you a fat fucker. That's what he's, no. <laughs> he called him a fat fucker. <laughs> no, for real. The dude starts there and then he asks him, which is the wildest question. That I'm not gonna, you know, repeat on the mic. But he asked him if he had a big. I recall. I recall this. And the dude, the dude said, "Excuse me." He was like, "You heard me, nigga. Do you have a big?" And he asked him. The dude was like, "Well, you know, I, you know, I do okay for myself." He was like, "See, I know you're lying." He's like, "Here's the thing. So you mean to tell me you have no money? You have no prospects? You have no ambition? You have no home? You are a fat fuck looking for a wife?" To do what? <laughs> what is she marrying? That's the kind of nigga that wants the girl to be at the table. That's the kind of dude. <laughs> he ain't got a table. He ain't got a table. <laughs> now I ain't got to go to Ikea. You're the table, baby. <laughs> but now, like, when you look at these situations, and it's funny, that video went viral. All mm. the women in the comments, kiki, ha-ha, laughing. Yeah. You know what the men did? Absolutely nothing. The men looked at him and was like, you damn right. That nigga's a, right. he's a yeah, fucking idiot. Yeah. You have to be able to look at situations and rate them for what they are. Now, I know a lot of people say it's childish. You know, the concept of like uh, rating a woman uh, beauty standards from one to ten, doing things of that nature. Should they do it to us? How do y'all feel about that, in, that concept? Like the people who would say, oh, he's childish for that. Uh, he hates black women. Things of that nature. Um, saying... Shit, I like Glenn Rock. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say anything like that. Like, I understand, you know, making somebody into a number is not something you want to do. But to pretend beauty standards don't matter in choosing a partner, for example, is absolute horseshit. And people who say that, you know, personality is the only thing that matters, is absolute horseshit. Full of shit. You heard them? You know what they are? My favorite two words. Intellectually dishonest, bro. (laughs) People who say shit like that piss me off because they'll say things like, I'll be having a conversation and we'll talk about, hey, uh, when it comes to looks, you know, what do you look for in a partner? They'll be like, well, you know, I'm just one of those people, man. Um, I feel like personality matters more than looks and this and that. Bruh, God damn it. Answer the fucking question. When it comes to looks, (laughs) like they do this virtue signaling thing because it feels good to lie. Like, we've been taught to lie so much, and we call the lies little fancy, like, frou-frou names and shit like that. We'll say, oh, he is such a, like, he's evolved. He's, (laughs) no, for real, like, bro, we be having all types of names for lying-ass niggas. You ever notice that? Like, niggas who lie all day, we have the the best names. They're like, he's so evolved. He's so. Oh, that's the one. You know what? um, Evolved. He's so emotionally intelligent. He's a smooth talker. Emotional intelligence is not scientific. There's a lot of people that are going to be pissed off by this. If you look it up, there is no scientific there mm-hmm. there is no scientific basis to measure and or calculate emotional intelligence. It's never been done. It's never been attempted. So it's just two words people put together and made themselves believe it's a thing. A journalist, a very popular journalist, created an article. And it was, a, it was an opinion article. Mm-hmm. 
And he used the term emotional intelligence. Emotional IQ was a uh, was the way that he branded it. That's even worse. He called it. He... <laughs> yeah, that is. And from there, it took over the world because people from there was like, "That makes sense." Because IQ is your intelligence quotient. This will be your emotional intelligence quotient. There's like, that's all it took was a nigga who came up with something. I was like, you know, it should be this. Now we are judging people. Off of something that has never been tested, never been like founded by anybody who is scientific or part of the scientific community. There's no nothing behind it. But we use these words and we swing them around at each other. We'll even we'll even judge somebody and be like, his emotional IQ is very low. Yeah. There's no emotional IQ yeah. ever. Yeah. But we'll say things like that to each other. And use these terms as if they really exist. Like the shit is really nuts when you think about it. It it just helps people validate themselves. And as somebody with a vast knowledge of science and degrees in science, allow me to also say there is no (laughs) such thing as emotional intelligence because emotions cannot be put on a scale. The same way you can't study the conscious mind or the unconscious mind because it's all a concept. (laughs) Y'all heard him, right? It's a concept. It's the same thing as theoretical physics concepts the reason why i brought us in this direction though is because i already know what a lot of the comments on this episode are going to be a lot of people are going to feel you know a certain way especially about the brashness the way that we're laughing the way that we're this and that it's it's a thing where i feel like yeah, um, be I. <coughs> yeah that part i really don't give a fuck. the ones who know me know that i really don't give a fuck but it's weird that we can't have these conversations these hard conversations about people that we know exist like if i if i tell you um that you know there are women out there who literally have no anything to bring to a table like when it comes to even like emotional things like morality you know some sort of like sound mind and judgment and this and that but they only are looking for millionaires and these guys who are like the greatest of great for me to tell you that and for me to be speaking about that as a as a group of people for you to tell me that I'm wrong or that, well, that doesn't represent all women. Does it have to? That's right. right. Like, there. if I'm telling you about the dumb nigga I met at the gas station, right? I should be able to tell you that story without you assuming that I'm saying all niggas who are at gas stations are dumb. Like, somehow we do it this shouldn't, thing. It shouldn't trigger you. We do this thing where we red herring situations yes. when we want to, like, emotionally detach ourselves from it. Yep. That's real. Because the same thing is saying it's like, well, you know, there are women out there that do absolutely nothing and want everything, like you said. But then that'll get much more reaction than saying, hey, you know, I have a girlfriend who is perfect in every way. She brings equally everything to the table. We're partners. That will get absolutely no response from anybody. Be like, that's cool for you. Cool. Right. Same conversation. I've had. I've had situations where women will blow up on me. Right. Uh, for making a statement like that but mind you the same conversation i'll tell them about you know the tales of being a hobosexual being a dude who at a period of time ain't got, no place to stay, ain't got shit to do and you find yourself couch the couch hey you find yourself fucking like your life depend on it because it, it do. does <laughs> i can't afford to sleep tonight i cannot afford when i tell you it's crazy and women understand that these things exist Cause at the end of the day, if they look at their credit score, they remember that nigga. <laughs> Damn. 
like, I, it's crazy because especially, you know, I'm on Clubhouse. So mm-hmm. we'll have these rooms and we'll have these big conversations. And some people will, you know, be, uh, protest a little too much. I'll be like, that nigga probably driving your car right now to pick up bitches. And right. Then, and then they'll get mad. They're like, you're promoting this, this, and that. I'm like, I'm not promoting shit. I was that nigga at some point. It happens. Right. But, you know, I digress. Um, it's been, been a good pod, man. Uh, go ahead and shout out um, any of your social media, Glenn. Uh, anything that you want to go ahead and put out there. Well, let me see. You know, Instagram, McQueen 16 I do have a publishing coming out in a magazine soon, but I don't really remember any of the credentials. I'm gonna be honest. So. We'll just put it in. Um, we'll put it in the little blurb at the bottom of the episode. Okay. Uh, when do you get the information? Like tomorrow. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's when we're posting. So All by right. then, just text it to me, and I'll just put it at the bottom of the episode. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been uh, good catching up, dog. Um, I think just closing this out. It's okay to have these conversations. Like it's it's fine for people to ask you certain questions. I think if you're if I'm applying for a job, it's fine for them to ask me, "Hey, do you know how to use Excel?" I can always lie. Like <laughs> I think it's we just need to demystify this idea about ourselves where we all insist upon being this like perfect vision so that whenever somebody asks you any question that you feel any shakiness about, we feel like we're we're about to be exposed. Yeah. Or we feel this weird pressure that somebody's going to find out that maybe I'm just not this perfect whatever or, or things of that nature. Just let it go. It's fine, bro. For the most part, everybody's fucked up in a special way. You're just trying to find the fuck up that fits you. Hmm. You know, it's a concept I learned that helped with things like that. They say, like, humans judge themselves based on how they feel their actions will impact somebody else mm-hmm. rather than how it actually does. So people will often judge themselves based on how they feel they were trying to come across. Like, hey, you know, I wasn't trying to do such and such to you. Yeah. But that's not the point. This is what you did. So a lot of people take various things as attack on their own character because they're like, hey, that could be me, but it's not me, so stop attacking. Exactly. And exactly. It's, that, it's that dissonance, that dissonance between the reality of who they are versus the picture that is being painted. Yep. And it's, it's like living in that limbo is a scary place. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it, it reveals to you things that you're not ready to see. Exactly. But yet again, I go by the name of Reggie Days, man. And today I've been joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. Thank y'all for listening. Later, Dash. Show these that you're coming with a breakfast. Because you saw a young nigga pull up in the Rover. Now she says she want to come over, yeah. But I don't want no love. I just want to make the moolah love. Yeah, the moolah love. Cause she saw a young nigga pull up in the rover Now she said she wanna come over, yeah But I don't want no love I just wanna make the moolala, yeah The moolala I just wanna make the moolala Got more screaming moolala, yeah I don't want no love You know me, I only think about funds Me, I'm tryna do my own thing on my ones I'm sorry darling, I don't want no hugs Yeah, yeah, yeah Had a couple galleys try to hold me down But they ain't my queen, they can't take my crown they tried to claim it, I lost them found But I only got love for the peas and the pounds Yeah, yeah, yeah I love being paid I don't want you, no, I don't want bait Tryna get my funds up a numerous way Couldn't give a damn what a nigga got to say I don't need your loving So don't tell me nothing Oh, you think I'm bluffing When I say no coffee Shorty said she coming with a breakfast Cause she saw a young nigga pull up in the Rover Now she said she want
wanna come over, yeah But I don't want no love I just wanna make the moolah love Yeah, the moolah love I just wanna make the moolah love